0: To start this game. Jeremy Lablanci and John Moraski keying off on one another. Tom Barowski is just pounding away at Robinson. These, he said, Tom Barowski. This is a guy who set a Western Hockey League record for 505 penalty minutes. Let's call it like it is. Tom Barowski's a boon. Getting closer. He reaches in the right back right, right. He's at that, He He's just floored. Stu Greisen. Oh my goodness! Scott Parker for the KO of Stu Greisen. He- this is one of the best fights we have seen in a long time. Ben Bush tells the linesman, get the heck out of my kitchen. All right, He absolutely decked Jim Crate with a wild right. The sheer staggered by a big left hand by Wade Dillard. Chris Nyland on a penalty shot. Scores. Blue guard down the wing. Blue guard Hello everybody and thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 81 of the 5 for Fighting podcast. My name is Alec, your host, and this is the show where we focus on the players who drop the gloves and the fans who enjoyed watching them do it. No guests today, but we're kind of continuing on where we left off from, uh, I think it was an episode two weeks ago. I did. I meant to get it out last week, but of course, things happen. And uh, as usual, I am late getting out an episode. Shocker. So um, I apologize for that. But, uh, you know, well, before we get going here, let me just crack open the uh, ice cold bush latte. There she is. Of course, got to have the Bush ski in here. Um. But nonetheless, I appreciate the support that I have gotten over the past couple weeks um, with the YouTube channel getting shut down by the ECHL. And as you could tell by the title of this episode, uh, The League Responds, this is kind of a uh, follow up to that episode and some of the happenings that have been going on. Um, And also, you know, some other things going on, which has been great for the podcast as well. Um, But before, of course, you get into that, I got to mention the Five for Fighting podcast is a proud member of Six Pack Media Coverage. And Six Pack Coverage is a multimedia group based out of Nashville, Tennessee, covering everything from collegiate happenings, food, fitness, health, travel, sports, gambling, anything under the sun. There is a show or a page for you. You can check it out on their website at sixpackcoverage.com as usual that will be linked into the description of this episode and, of course, I have to mention the other friends of the podcast, and that is one Mr. Darren out there in Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, whatever wherever he's from, one of them places where they got them Sam Squanches, right? Um, no, I kid, but he's, of course, the host of the 4th Line Voice podcast and the host of the 4th Line Voice YouTube channel where you can also see some great fights ranging from junior to all the way up to pro, a bunch of different leagues, multiple leagues there. Um, but you can check out his podcast. He just actually had on Sean Penn, and that's pretty good too. Uh, that was that was a pretty good episode. I got to listen to that <laughs> while well, I was supposed to actually trying to I was trying to record this for Tuesday, but I had to go out to Greensboro. It's about two hours away, two hours out. Um, it's like just shy of Winston Salem, uh, so I did get to listen to the Sean Penn interview, and that was a very good interview. Um, I highly encourage anybody to go check that one out. It was a lot of fun listening to that one. But yeah, so in my endeavors, I've, I'm back over to, near Winston-Salem, and that's everybody knows that's going to be the death of me, I swear to God, um, but we just started a paint job out there um, in Greensboro, and what we're going to next week, um, I got held up yesterday, I was very pissed, uh, we were supposed to meet with some owners, excuse me, of a company, and we were supposed to, you know, we did a mock-up paint job at a building, uh, meeting was supposed to be at 2, yeah, showed up at 4 o'clock, yeah, thanks guys, uh, and mind you, it's like 41 degrees and piss and rain. All day, yeah, it was a real great day. So, uh, yeah, it was not. I was gonna record this yesterday, but I was, uh, I was not too thrilled. So, uh, as soon as I got home, I just went, I was like, I'm eating dinner, go the fuck to bed. Um, but you know, through trials and tribulations, we are here today. Um, but you know, where was I? Oh, yeah, Darren over at the Fourth Line Voice. Go check his show out, guys. Uh, he's the original Enforcer podcast. Without him, I don't even know if this podcast exists. Um, and that brings me to the next podcast, Joe Lazito over at Nordiques Knuckles Podcast, formerly of the Coliseum Chronicles, the Penalty Box Podcast. He just released his second episode with the Nordiques Knuckles Podcast. I know he's uh, having trouble getting getting some guys and times lined up, but I know Joe, he's gonna he's gonna keep on going and uh, you know march right along. So I'm looking forward to see when he gets his first interview out. And as you can tell by the name Nordiques Knuckles, it is a um, Nordiques enforcer based podcast where he specific, specifically focuses on the Quebec nordiques franchise and this is nothing uh, any guy that played with Avalanche is exempt they are not available for that podcast it is strictly the Quebec nordiques so um, now if it's a guy who you know played 10 years with the nordiques or whatever and then played two with the Avalanche you know that then obviously that is but or that's good to go but The oh, sorry if we got noise in the background, that's puddles playing with the toy. Old Gates boy just ever always keep me on my toes here. Um, got his got his remote to hopefully calm him down, but um, no, yeah, so Joe over at the Nordiques Knuckles podcast as I get distracted, you know, squirrel on both these uh little shout outs here, but yes, so Joe over at the Nordiques Knuckles podcast and Darren over at the fourth line voice, so. Uh, well, I guess we'll get right into it here, folks. I don't you want know, to try to kill a lot of time. Uh, I really don't have too too much to talk about, but I wanted to really do a follow up episode because I've had a bunch of uh, a bunch of people reach out asking if uh, if the ECHL has said anything back, and um, I was gonna make a tweet about it, and I was like, nah, you know what? Let me not. And, you know, well, first off, I I actually got to say, I'm really surprised they actually responded. Um, I know the amount of people who were pissed off that the channel got taken. out. I'm trying to remember from my last episode, I can't remember if the whole channel got deleted or not already. Um, It might have. I can't remember. Uh, It might have been just the right before it got deleted. But when it was like it was starting to go down and I was like, you know, fuck it. I think, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it was right before it got deleted. It was like, okay, we'll keep uploading and see what happens. Like two days later, it got shut down. So uh, it is what it is. But. This is, of course, after. And like I said, I'm, I'm really surprised. Actually, I did get a response from the ECHL. I will read you guys the email here in a sec. But to to give you kind of an idea of what I had to go through just to even get a response. Because um, I sent a long message in Twitter to them after they replied that we, you know, we hereby request you take down to fight videos because it violates the flow sports contract, blah, 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 blah. Um, I called the office three times and I had to send th- – well, I sent – the same email twice to two different people. And then I sent a follow up email to one person. And that's actually the person that got back to me. Um, I'm not going to say any names or anything. Um, if you go on, it's pretty easy to see who it is. I'm just, you know, I don't want anybody harassing them uh, or nothing like that. Cause that's not the intention of that. It's just really just to kind of, you know, maybe make them rethink their decision. And I don't think it's going to work, but that's only because I feel like it is pretty much based off of flow sports. But I got to say, I actually thank the individual that reached out. Um, I doubt he's listening if he is, maybe, um, he did follow the podcast for a second then unfollowed it. So I don't know what that means, but I was like, maybe Twitter's going to get shut down next. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but no, I actually do thank that the, the person for taking the time to reach out and I'm going to send up one more follow-up email after this, I think, and see what, see where we go here, but I will get into it here. Let me pull it up on my phone. Um, so, I'm not I'm not going to read what I what I sent to them. It's nothing bad. I wasn't motherfucking them or anything, but it's just it's long. I like the very first email I sent was six paragraphs. The second one I sent was four. Um and you know, if that doesn't show you kind of how passionate I am about this, I don't know what does. So, anyways, here was the response from the ECHL. <clears throat> it says, "Hi Alec, Per the ECHL online transmission policy, posting videos from ECHL.TV in part or in full is prohibited under any circumstances. Furthermore, per the Flow Sports Terms of Service, you may not use, copy, reproduce, distribute, broadcast, display, sell, license, or otherwise exploit videos and or, or, excuse me, and, or services for any other, uh, other purposes without the prior written consent of Flow Sports Inc., Posting videos to your YouTube channel is a direct violation of both. There is no issue with the posting of player interviews or submitted videos from those in attendance. You cannot post content directly from flowsports.com, or excuse me, flowsports slash ECHL.tv to your your YouTube channel or ETHY.com other social media outlet. So that was the reply from the ECHL. It was a very standard reply, but I actually, you know, I generally do. I'm thankful. I at least got a response. Um, So how that kind of sounds to me is it's almost more so a flow sports issue as opposed to the ECHL. Um, It sounds like it's just their agreement in there. Uh, Now, the issue I have with flow sports taking stuff down is the fact that they themselves don't promote shit. And, um it's disheartening it's still it's still I was I was really upset actually for a couple days about this shit um when it first happened for like a solid like three or four days after I was really upset uh it's, it's a lot of work and it's when you get a lot of messages from fans and players saying how much they missed the channel and uh you know it was a lot of fun they really enjoyed it it sucks man it was a kick in the dick it really was uh so I like I said I was I was very upset for like the next couple days after that but then I was like you know what we got to keep her going we'll figure something out um, and I think I started actually uploading before I got that email because it took me a minute it was I started I started the new channel prior to the that email being sent to me um, and I basically just started doing fan uploads which I'll get to here later on in the podcast about how I'm gonna need um, more help than ever but you know that's that uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But basically, I started posting that, and so they, they said that. Now, the problem is that's what sucks is they took down fucking interviews because, of course, I had interviews posted on my last channel. So some of the interviews were lost now. Well, not lost. I still have them saved, so I'll re-upload them uh, down the line here. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. And, of, of course, if any, if I have any more interviews uh, with players, I'll upload them here on the, the YouTube channel as well. Um, but basically to me, it sounds like a flow sports issue. And I actually tried to reach out to flow sports and Jesus Christ, what is going on out there? Fucking dogs. I don't know what they're doing. They're probably wrestling being assholes. Um, sounds like fucking WWE Smackdown in the living room going on. But <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so it sounds, I, I tried to reach out to somebody at flow sports. I called their customer service cause they're very, their, their website is very vague. You don't even have a number. And I, I had to like Google a number for customer service. And there was only one person I was trying to reach And it's basically, you know, you go on, you look at the staff And, okay, who's in charge of what? And it's okay, I think this guy might be able to help me Hey, I'm looking for, you know, so-and-so I was wondering if he's available by any chance Oh, I can't give you his number Uh, Oh, okay, well, you know, whatever Um, Yeah, and the lady goes Yeah, I can't give you his number But, um, you know, you'd probably be better off reaching him by email (laughs) So I said, okay, well, what's his email? Well, I can't give you that either It's like, well, what the fuck? (laughs) How do you get in contact with anybody at Flow Sports? Um, I don't know how to get in contact with anybody If anybody could help me out That'd be greatly appreciated But uh, apparently I'd have a better chance Of reaching the fucking Pope Um, So why it's so like uh, Hush, hush, super secret squirrel Going on over at Flow Sports of all things I don't know Since they just cover minor pro sports And high school sports But apparently uh, Apparently you gotta go through the chain of command and get, To get a hold of somebody out there um, so I, I'm going to keep reaching out to flow sports. I'm going to try to find something else, um, and hopefully get an answer from somebody. Cause what I really do, it's, you know, it's basically what the, from what the email said was you need written consent in order to post videos. So if somehow, some way I can get written consent from flow sports, we are back in business and that is the way to go in terms of video footage and the broadcast stuff. Um, again, why the ECHL doesn't step in and just say, you know, Hey, maybe we can make an exception for this. Um, we, uh, you know, this got a pretty good social media presence. Maybe just, maybe we can make an exception or reach out to them and, uh, you know, have, have them sign an agreement. Cause again, and that's what I said in my email too, I'd be more than happy to sign an agreement. If that's the case, I, I it. Means I don't have to make, I can't make a single dime off of any of this. I'm fine with that too. I don't care about that. I just care about posting the videos. I don't care about making money off of this. I can't make that more abundantly clear. Um, even with this podcast, it's never been, I have yet to ever be paid a dime for doing this podcast. Um, it's just, I, I don't care about making money. Um, when it comes to posting fight videos and stuff, why would I make money off of that? Why why should I be allowed to make money off of that if it's their broadcast footage, right? So I totally get the the concept that you know obviously it's copyrighted footage, it's their stuff, uh, but at the same time, some fat guy posting in North Carolina isn't a bad thing for the league. I'm just I'm sorry, it's just not. And I think it might have been Jay when I, I recorded the episode with him, which, by the way, the Toporowski special, I just got to record Darren. I had a miscommunication with him, and I thought he said he was out of town, and it turns out he was totally there, and I should have recorded it over the weekend. Uh, but I got Mark McFarlane and Jay out in Iowa done. But Jay was like, uh, I think it was him and he said like who at the uh, who at the oval table there at the ECHL says stands up and says you know what it's really good that that 5 for fighting channel got shut down that's really good like you know so i i don't know um i've been bitter about it i've been pissed off now at this point um we're beating a dead horse so this will probably be the last. Un- like unless i i get more information going forward from flow sports or something i'm going to send one more email back to the guy um, with the ECHL and you know see how to maybe get written permission from Flow Sports to post this stuff. Um, we'll see what happens. Excuse me. But, you know, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I'll still make posts and stuff here and there. Hi, buddy. Now the doggos are in here. Um, you know, to the ECHL. because th- That's my thing. I-, I had people reach out to the ECHL on my behalf. Uh, sometimes good and bad because... You should, you know, there's people who go about it cordial, which that's how you should go about it. Um, even though I was kind of bitter and I'm you know, passive aggressive, I was still never like, fuck you, ECHL. You know, you guys are fucking idiots. Well, I probably called them idiots, but uh, not fucking idiots. <laughs> just because I was mad at first. But, you know, I, I want people to, if you're going to say something to the league or tweet at them, just don't really like insult them or motherfuck them because then that just makes it look bad. And it's like, why would we help this guy out when these are his followers? You know what I'm saying? Um, So, going about it very in a a cordial manner, I get it. I'm pissed off, and I know you're pissed off because I know people loved it. Players loved it. Um, You know, I I just had a guy reach out today after posting a video saying, you know, thanks for posting that. Uh, Nobody really focuses on the league like this, and you're out here doing it, so thank you. And uh, one of of those players is a tougher guy in the league and uh, posted one of his fight videos, so. You know, I mean, I'm glad I could help, and that's also not without the help of fans, which leads me into the next segment here. The podcast made fucking Sports Center boys and girls. We have done it. We have peaked as a podcast. We have done everything now. Um, maybe not everything, but the podcast was recently featured on Sports Center, not the actual like TV sports. I mean, unless I don't know, I don't watch Sports Center. I really don't. Um, but it was on Sports Center's Instagram and ESPN NHL's TikTok of all things, and it was also on. Uh, you know, Spit and Chicklets, they reposted it. Barstool did an article on it. The Cincinnati News covered it. Um, and that was, of course, the double knockout that was insane. It was in a game between Cincinnati and, um, I almost said Wheeling. I was just looking at Wheeling fights. Sorry. It was between Cincinnati and Indy. And what a game it was and what a fight it was. I mean, one, I think there was like five fights that game, and I, I got them all posted to the YouTube channel. Um, but there was one in particular. It was the double TKO. It was uh, Emons and... Yemen's or Yemen's, however you prefer to say it, sorry. And then Belante or Belant, however you prefer to say it again. Um, you know, it all varies between where you are. But two boys just chucking them, giving a hell zero defense here. I mean, it was fucking awesome. It was like the center ice fight, zero defense. Both of them connect at the same time and go down. And uh, the funny comparison I got to it was, you know, like the stepbrothers where they're, they're fighting in the yard and hit them with like the golf club with the baseball bat. and The mom's just freaking out. You know, what the fucking fuck? Fuck! So it made me laugh that that was the comparison, but um, I mean it was awesome, great fight, and mad props to the dudes who threw down. I know they were, I think they were hyped about it. You know that Sports Center covered it, but uh, basically that video was sent to me. It's always it's funny, funny how this goes. The two the two most popular ECHL videos that I've uh, I've had were both submissions by fans. So that's how important it is, folks, to to capture this footage at the games. And I don't take any credit for it. I th- you know, I think it's great that the podcast is featured, but I have all all the props in the world go to Mike Bauer who captured that fight, and same thing to Harry Roundtree who captured that um, that Nico Blatchman and Travis Howe pregame scuffle from last season that blew up, but uh yeah it was Mike Bauer this time who he posted I think I because now as uh I, running the YouTube channel goes I have to go through like it's even harder now now I I don't not only got to go through box scores to find fights now I have to scour Facebook and be like a lurker in all these Facebook groups and I feel like such a fucking loser because I well, one I'm a loser anyways so there's that but uh No, I, like, you know, and people will post the fights or I have to ask, you know, hey, does anybody have footage of this fight that happened tonight, um, between so-and-so? And And I, I think if I remember right, uh, Mike had already posted the video in, I believe it was the Cincinnati Cyclones, um, fan page. And I reached out to Mike and I said, hey, is it okay if I upload this? Um, or he might've sent it to, yeah, because I'll ask permission to, you know, upload it to the YouTube channel and post it on social media. And Mike was more than willing, so thank you for that, Mike, and, I had a feeling it was going to get big. I didn't know it was going to be that big just because it was a double TKO and you don't see that every day. So there's sometimes, you know, there's videos out there that um, you kind of know that are going to hit and ones that aren't. And But it, not always it happens. There's some videos where you just post it and then out of nowhere, they just get huge. So it actually happened this morning with um, Nico Blatchman and uh, Stefan Fournier fight. It actually got pretty 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 good amount of likes on Instagram. So that was pretty cool. Um <clears throat> But yes, thank you. Thank you to Mike Bauer for submitting that. And he, he gave me a couple other fights from that night. Um, but that was the that was the silver of Marv. That was that was the big one. And like I said, it was featured everywhere. And that really helped the podcast grow. We've I, I gained a lot of followers and a lot of mentions from that. Um, but it just goes to show you, it, it all depends on whose hands it's in, right? Because the, I want to say, I know for a fact, at least Indy posted that footage On the, uh, what are you crazy assholes doing? Now they're uh, running around playing chase in the living room. Um, the joys of all, having all boys here when the wife's gone. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, Indy, I believe, had posted it. And there's nothing wrong with Indy. Um, you know, obviously they're doing their job as a social media page. And they reposted the fight, and it got a couple, a couple hundred, um, 100 likes or whatever. And this was the broadcast feed. Normally, I mean, that's what I would have posted before uh, I got the copyright strike from the ECHL. And so then I had to scour the internet and be the lurker and the, the bum begging for change. <laughs> and change was in the form of hockey fights. Um, so it just goes to show you, like, if that doesn't tell you what kind of presence I have, and I'm not saying I'm the greatest hockey podcast or the greatest social media outlet for the ECHL over, that's not it at all. I'm just saying that I can... I can help promote the league. I can help promote the players. It's exactly what we do. Um, it's what I've been doing on the podcast and everything like that. And, you know, with interviews with players, interacting with players, um, and yeah, they reposted it and they get anything. I reposted it and that's when it blew up, man. And it's just because I, I think I just have the right following with you degenerates that like to follow this account for some reason. Um, but thankfully to you bastards, that's, uh, that's the reason why it blows up. So you get the retweets going, you get the follows and the likes and everything like that. So it really boosts the podcast. And that was awesome to see. Uh, but it just goes, it just makes me think. I wonder how the ECHL feels because um, the video was of course fan recorded by Mike and there's no more, there's no logos on there. You just get the logos on the jerseys. You don't get the logos of ECHL. You don't get the logos of flow sports. You don't get the team logos up in the corner because it's not broadcast footage. So now people, I still had people ask what league is this, even though I put hashtag ECHL in it. Uh, But you get people asking what league this is, and you know, you don't know. So now instead of being the broadcast footage and having all those logos there and helping promote the ECHL, nope, you just get fan footage, which isn't a bad thing. Again, like I said, um, it's just that's the ECHL's loss, and I, I hope they realize that, and you know, I really hope that they someday reinstate the channel or allow. Even if they didn't reinstate the channel, I'd be more than happy to take take a couple weekends off um, from going out, and I'll just be here in the lair, fucking recording fights again and putting them all up from last season, and then put the ones up from this season. I'd be more than happy to do that. Um, excuse me. So uh, again, I don't know what the ECHL is thinking and what its thought process is here, but it's um. It's unfortunate, so I think they missed out on that opportunity, and there's no way they don't know about the podcast now, I'll tell you that much, because that got, I think it's got over like a million views now or something, something ridiculous, its it's been all over the fucking place, uh, a bunch of different sports pages retweeted it or shared it, so it was nice, it was very, very nice, so all all the credit in the world to Mike Bauer, because without him, uh, we don't get that footage, I don't get the new followers, I don't get the, you know, the new likes and people supporting the channel, so All the credit in the world to guys like Mike Bauer, Harry Roundtree, and I've had plenty of other submit footage, and that's what I'm saying here. That'll lead me into the last topic. Um, I know this is kind of a shorter episode. I'm hoping to have that Toporowski special done, wrapped up with a bow on it this Friday with Darren. I think we said Friday. I don't know. Now now I'm all over the place. Um, But, which again, like I said, that leads me to the next topic here, the last one, is I need help from anybody and everybody at these games. I... I am now uploading footage to YouTube that is strictly fan recorded because apparently that's the only thing that the ECHL will okay. So if it is fan recorded, we can upload it and we're good to go. And that requires I'm I mean I'm in North Carolina, I can't go to games. Um and obviously uh, being that it's league wide, I can't be at every single game either. So if you have any fight footage at these East Coast League games, any league really, but specifically the East Coast League because it's the one we can't we can't see for whatever reason. It's just the one, the one league where you can't look at anything. I don't know why. ECHL, are you listening? I don't know why you're the only league that does this. Um, so here we are. So now in 2022, where it should be easier than ever to grab footage and upload it to YouTube and share it with the world. This is the hockey league where it is the hardest to do and the hardest to upload. So here we are, folks. I need your help more than ever. Um, I've gotten, I, and I still have some fights. I have to go back. I've been pretty busy with work. Like I said, um, it's unfortunate. We've just been getting busy We're we're supposed to start slowing down, but we ended up getting a new job. So it is, uh, picking up for us. Um, but I have plenty of footage. I still have to go through and I actually, this is going to be tricky. I've been holding off on uploading it. I think I'm going to, um, you'll know when you follow the YouTube channel, uh, what team it is but all I will say is I had a video guy from a team reach out to me and we should be able to get this this footage. Well, I have the footage actually. I shouldn't say that. I have this footage. I just don't I haven't uploaded it yet. But basically, he reached out when I made a big post when this whole thing was first happening with the East Coast League. Um, and he basically just said, "Hey, I work for the team. I'm the we're do video for the team here." And this is not broadcast footage. This is footage from the the team. You know, um, this is like this wasn't. There's no Flow Sports marks on here. There's no ECHL logos on here. Now I, I just I I'm just scared that the ECHL is still going to claim copyright on it, uh, just because it's a team footage. But again, this is not Flow Sports broadcast or ECHL TV footage technically. So it is strictly just from the team. So I'm. I'm probably going to end up uploading it this weekend. I've been kind of teetering back and forth on it, but like, I mean, the footage is tremendous. And to this this individual that reached out to me, um, you know, seriously, for that, thank you. I mean, that is awesome. I texted it. Or I texted it to uh, Darren and a couple other guys, and I was like, "Fuck, this is old school." Getting getting footage straight from the team, and I think Darren mentioned it in this podcast today. He just did a solo episode and uh, talks about you know. Happened to go back to the Saskatoon Blades for footage, going straight to the team and asking. And uh, like I said, it's almost old school style getting footage straight from the team. So it was pretty, pretty cool. And I mean, the footage is great. It's crystal clear. It's, you know, it's, it's nice footage. Uh, there's no sound to it because it's not broadcast footage. So you don't hear any sound except for, I think it was like linked up to the PA system. So I'm going to end up having to go through and just muting the video Um Because there's certain like there's like songs playing during some of the fights and stuff like that. So it's like it was like it was linked up with the the arena PA system at the same time. Uh, But yes, so that foot, I mean, the footage is awesome. So it's stuff from last season, of course, with this team. So I will see about uploading it this weekend. Like I said, we should be in the clear. It's sad I have to do this and like think about it now. But we should be in the clear because it's again, it's not broadcast footage. Technically, it is footage directly from the team just captured via team cameras and not on flow sports so we will see what happens with that but like i said folks um seriously anybody out there i've gotten reached out to for i've had people ask me is there a certain thing you prefer with footage uh the short answer no any footage is good i will say if i if i have to absolutely require anything um if you can when you're recording and if you know obviously if you're on spotify uh and you're listening to this i don't think there's video on the spotify but if you're on youtube and you're watching this video Um, I encourage you to turn, turn the phone sideways is that's really it. And that's only because, um, so YouTube now, if it's, if the video is a recorded, excuse me, if the, the video was recorded by a phone and the phone is facing like it's normal upright position, it turns it into a short for some reason. I don't know why YouTube does that now. So it just, I think it just messes with the algorithm a little bit. If it's a short. Um, so if you can, that's the only thing I request again, I have zero preferences. Um, cause like I said, just having this footage up is good enough for me, but if I had to say anything just for the algorithm on YouTube, uh, t- turn the camera sideways and we should be good to go. If you have any footage, um, I'm trying to think here. So I've said my email before, let me double check it. Cause I had to make a new email or a new Gmail account for a new YouTube channel. Okay, here we go. Cause I had two of them. So um, typically I will say this too, I guess if anything else, so there's two things. So turn the phone sideways if you want to, again, still not a big deal. Um, if you if you if we've already exchanged video plenty of times, like Harry Roundtree sends it to me via text, so and that comes out great. That's the only problem is sometimes if you send it via Facebook Messenger, it could come in grainy. Now, grainy for today's standard is a lot better than you know grainy back in the '80s, so it's really not that big of a deal. But if you'd like to send it to me, and I had someone reach out to me, uh, if you send it by email, I think it typically does pretty well which that of course is five for fighting pod at gmail.com again that's five for fighting pod at gmail.com all spelled out no numbers in there so you can reach out to the podcast that way with uh, fight footage if you want or you can like I said it doesn't matter you can just you can hit me up on messenger uh twitter messenger or instagram messenger uh doesn't matter as long as we get the footage out there, that's really all I give a shit about. It's just little nitpicky things. If I had to pick anything, because I had somebody ask me if there's any way I prefer video to be sent. So um, that's it. I I appreciated the amount of support I have gotten over. This has been astronomical from both players and fans alike. Um, I I said it from the beginning, you know, I was going to wave the white flag for a second, but you know, I I couldn't do it. it. It pissed me off too much. And, uh you know now i need help more than ever though so we are out here trying to grind for some hockey fight footage but we're making it happen uh today's wednesday so we got some games today we'll see if there's any tilts and we have this upcoming weekend of course but again if you have any footage or you're at the games and you want to get featured on the five Running podcast uh social media channels or youtube please send me that footage again i always give full credit to the uh People who submit the footage to me and I've had some people that don't want to be credited with it. They want to remain anonymous. I've had people that want credit, but they just change their name for whatever reason. And hey, if you want to be, you know, like Darren says, Sexton Hardcastle for 2069 or something, you know, footage provided by Sexton Hardcastle four I'll be more than happy to do it. I don't care. Um, Whatever the case is, just please help me get this footage. We're trying to preserve some hockey history here. we got to rebuild. We must rebuild, folks. That's the the name of the game here. So I appreciate everybody who has given the podcast support and continues to support the podcast, whether uh, you listen to every episode or you just started tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, Let's get some footage submitted here, folks, and we can keep hockey history and hockey fight lore going. So I appreciate everybody tuning into the podcast. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast go over to Twitter Facebook or Instagram just search five for fighting podcast and everything will come up um, so without further ado I will leave you guys at that I appreciate everybody for tuning in and I hope you all have a good one and catch you guys next week for the Carrie top special right. thanks everybody to party. you guys got-